0: Hi guys and welcome to the first ever episode of the Fictional Lifestyle Podcast. If you have found me, you probably love reading and just getting lost in a world that only books can offer. There will be a new podcast episode out every Monday and Friday for anyone who is interested and we'll primarily be reviewing books. I can almost guarantee that there will be other topics discussed as well. Hopefully a couple of interviews or group podcasts at some point as well. But today's episode is a review of Colleen Hoover or You're Perfect. So, All You're Perfect is actually the fourth Colleen Hoover book I've read. I read It Ends With Us and instantly fell in love with her style of writing and her work. Went on to read Ugly Love and Verity. Oh, and I read November the 9th as well. So, this is the fifth Colleen Hoover book I've read. What I will say is, All You're Perfect, probably my least favorite. Book so far by Colleen Hoover, but I won't judge it too hard. It definitely does get better the further you read. Um, all in all, I ended up reviewing it as a three-star review, um, which is quite low for Colleen Hoover. It's always between a four and a five. Whenever I read it, um, for anyone interested, the two trigger warnings I came up with for All Your Perfect is the trigger warning of infidelity. There is cheating involved in the story and also infertility. I know that that can be uh, a trigger for some people but not everyone and I think it's important that we flag that up. So let's just dive into what I thought and what I liked and disliked about All Your Perfects. So the storyline itself flicks between the past and the present tense. Which I sometimes struggle with. I really struggle with change of storyline because sometimes it just doesn't line up well. And I think that's where the issue came for me getting into the story to start with was. Um, it starts, I want to say in past tense, but I haven't got the book to hold on to check that for definite so don't hold me to it but you meet the two main characters which is Quinn and Graham and they actually meet because their significant others are cheating on them with each other's significant others so Quinn's fiance is cheating on her with Graham's girlfriend which is ironic um what I did really like about that scene as much of a scene as you can enjoy with infidelity involved is that they just sit in the corridor and eat the Chinese food that their partners ordered? I think that's it's hilarious to me, and definitely something that I can imagine a lot of people in my life doing if they ever were in that situation. Um, it did that scene actually got me so riled up. I love it when books get me angry and riled up because it means that there is something good to it. Because you know, yeah, it has to be good to get reaction, right? Um, because can you imagine, like, having an affair and being so ballsy in it that you just order takeout to, like, nourish yourselves after you do the do? That's crazy to me. So, yeah. That is the kind of the meeting. That's how they originally meet. And they essentially try to, like, hook up with each other, but they totally went part of it. Um neither of them want to do the revenge sex thing which i don't know if that's a round of applause or not because i think we've all been in the situation where we want not necessarily a revenge sex but revenge on an ex um the present tense however focuses on an incredibly unhappy marriage between them and it's honestly kind of depressing to to read about and i think again that's maybe part of where i struggled to get into it is it just went straight into depression and i know that's kind of what colin hoover is known for none of her books are necessarily full of the most lighthearted stuff it's one of the reasons that i rate her so highly is that she speaks a lot about the real life events and doesn't focus on all of the fairy tale side of stuff that a lot of romance novels do but it's just really unhappy and at some point in it quite early on it mentions this wooden box and I didn't think anything of it to start with. And then he Graham comes in to see Quinn holding this wooden box and it's like, don't put that box down. So in my head I'm like, what the hell's in this wooden box? Like what what is going on in, in their relationship? That this wooden box is so dramatic. Um you don't find out until like right towards the end what is inside that wooden box and i want to leave that as a mystery so anyone who reads this can go through the hell i went through trying to figure out what could be inside this wooden box it is such an important part in the book though um the book definitely wouldn't be the same without it um and there's also a repeat mention of fortune cookies because obviously when you get a chinese you get fortune cookies with it or i mean i'm not a big chinese eater but i remember getting fortune cookies at a Chinese once because I didn't understand it because I was very young and I had chicken nuggets and chips because I'm a white girl and anything with any taste is too much for me and little Graham, bless him, keeps what's inside these fortune cookies um, and it's really adorable, bless them. And I'm not going to ruin that scene because I don't think that I can say it without spoiling the book per se. But what I have jotted down in my little notebook is that I would definitely say that the book is one of the more real takes on what an actual relationship filled with love is like. I think a lot of them nowadays focus on oh yeah there's like this bad thing but you know we get over it we make up everything's fine this is so focused on the negative which I know earlier on in the podcast I said was probably why I didn't like it but when you get to terms with it actually maybe that's a good thing you know this reminder that love isn't always that honeymoon stage like it does get boring and dull eventually Now the main focus of the unhappiness in this specific novel is the fact that Quinn can't have children. That is given to you pretty early on so I'm not actually ruining the book in any way by saying that. It's literally handed to you on a plot that she isn't happy because she can't have kids and every time her and Graham have sex or kiss it always feels like a letdown because she knows that nothing can come of it other than heartache for her. and at one point in the story, it rem- it's Quinn remembering a conversation she had with a elderly couple who had been married for years but were still absolutely awestruck with each other. And the elderly gentleman had said that the key to having a long-lasting, happy marriage is that sometimes she would give up on them and sometimes he would give up on them but they would never give up on each other at the same time. Which, I get that, um... And then it pans to Quinn realising that her and Graham had both give up on each other. And that was her kind of realising and deciding, this ain't gonna work. Like, we've ruined it. If we both have given up on each other, then there's nothing worth fighting for anymore. But right at the very end, on one of the very end pages, it says, and I've wrote the quote down because I loved it so much. um, It says, we might have given up at the same time but that doesn't mean we can't get back that hope which how true is that like how many times have you and like I mean not even in a relationship sense but in general given up on something and then fast forward a little bit it it is possible to get back that feeling of hope and love and care especially when it's said multiple times that she never stopped loving him and it's it focuses on the fight of still loving someone but not being happy anymore and how that is also a thing which it definitely is i can 100% back that i think it's so important to realize that that side of love does also exist that you can sincerely love someone and still not be you know happy or content very valid very fair um but again all You're Perfect by Colleen Hoover definitely was not one of my favourites. I think, honestly, coming off topic of this novel for now, um, in order of my favourites from Colleen Hoover that I've read so far, I would probably have to put it as... It ends with us definitely first, because that was the first book I read by Colleen Hoover, and I think that just has a special place in my heart. It definitely has certain things that I resonate with, which made it so much nicer. Well, not nicer, but a nicer read for me. Um, And then probably... Ugly Love, Verity, November 9th, or You're Perfect. Because Verity was so out there that it was... It felt like I was watching a film. I could describe that book as if I watched it. Which is... If you if you're a fan of Colleen Hoover, you can probably relate to that. That her her novels feel like you're watching a film. Or it might just be me. That might just be how my brain works, but that is how it is for me is that that is it's like a film in my head. And All Your Perfects was just one of the books that I struggled to imagine in my head. Again, that totally could just be a me thing. Um, And on my to-be-read pile, I actually still have Hopeless, Confess and Without Merit. I think I've got Layla on my Kindle, but I'm not too sure. And the issue is, um, what got me into Colleen Hoover and like half of those books that I've read is, is BookTok. Colleen Hoover is so popular on BookTok and because she has these little lines... Like, in November 9th, it has, I can't remember the exact quote, and people are going to hate me for that, um, it has a quote that says, it only took you five, it, it took me five years to fall in love with you, but five pages to stop, five words, I don't know, something like that. It was a while ago that I saw it and I had to save it and I had to go buy the book. Because that's the kind of power that TikTok has on me, to be completely honest. But yeah, um, in general, All You're Perfect, definitely worth the read. A lot of people on my Snapchat, that is on my book side of Snapchat, said that it's one of their favourite books by Koho. And I can kind of see why. But I the the thing I liked about her other books was that when I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. And with All Your Perfects, for the vast majority of that book, I was just desperate to get it finished. So like, yeah, I couldn't put it down, but it's because I wanted it over and done with, not because it was thrilling to me. And that kind of ruins it a little bit. I think that when you start reading an author that you love and enjoy reading so much the way I did with Colleen Hoover, it... Becomes like really depressing when you read one that doesn't have the same thrill, but that's going to happen you do need to come to terms with that. I actually have a friend in America at the moment reading Hopeless by Colleen Hoover, so I might start that and do a buddy read with her. But we will see. On that note, I'm going to end the podcast here before I just ramble. At the end of each podcast I'm going to do a what I'm currently reading because I get through books far too fast. And that way you kind of have an inkling of what the next episode might be. So I am currently reading Owned by Magic, which is an advanced reader copy I received not that long ago that I'm desperate to get finished. And I am loving it so far. Um so I will I will definitely do a review on it because I want to review um, a lot of the arcs that I receive on my podcast because it definitely helps authors get a little bit out in front of them and if you are interested in supporting small authors I actually have two books out and one poetry book out they're all available on Amazon at uh, sophie simpson author um, sophie simpson is my name Um, So that's what it is on Amazon and the books are called finding her and thought I'd found you thought I'd found you is the prequel Finding her is the first book and there will be a second book coming out at some point I'm Currently working on a novel completely unrelated that I'm hoping to have out by the end of the year But please feel free to check it out. They're all available on kindle unlimited for free Although finding her might come down for a little bit because I think there is a little bit of an error in the way it's uploaded Other than that, that is everything from me today. I will see you guys on Monday with a brand new podcast episode. Thank you.